Hello, and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to any and all of my podcast episodes. In case you didn't know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I know I've done episodes on toxic relationships, so this might feel a little bit repetitive to some of you, but I'm hoping to raise awareness to different aspects that I have yet to address or different aspects that I may not have shed light on in previous episodes, because I do believe this is very, very, very important to address. There's a lot of things to look out for, a lot of signs, and so I want to go ahead and dive into that in this particular episode. First of all, domestic violence. I'm going to read you the definition verbatim, which is something I never do. I usually just speak what's in my heart. I never take notes or anything like that, but in this particular situation, I'm going to read the definition verbatim just because I feel that it is important. Okay. Violence or aggressive behavior within the home typically involving the violent abuse of a spouse or partner. Okay. There's more. A pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power and control over another partner in an intimate relationship. Okay. Now, a lot of people think that domestic violence means that someone is just being hit, beat, raped. physically harmed in some way, but that's not the only aspect of domestic violence. There are more layers to it. So yes, it does include rape and it does include hitting and beating and harming physically, but it also includes emotional, emotional abuse, financial control, mind games, and threats, threats of bodily harm, threats of bodily harm to you or another person, a family member, a loved one, your children. One in four women are victims of domestic violence. Women are more likely to be victims of domestic violence than men are. However, there are men that are in fact victims of domestic violence. But because society shames men who come forward about it, more often than not, men choose to suffer in silence, which is not acceptable. We need to create a safe space for men 
to come forward and share their experiences with domestic violence. So, whether you identify as uh, whether you identify as a man or a woman, non-binary, or you're any part of the LGBTQ community, these signs to look out for apply to all of you. Okay. These are signs, these are red flags, these are things to look out for that might be a cause for concern. Number one, if things in your relationship move very quickly, if you go from just dating to moving in together, to getting married, to having children, all in the span of six months, that's a red flag. Number two, if this person attempts to isolate you from your family, friends, or other loved ones. An abuser doesn't want you to have access to anyone but him or her. An abuser does not want you reaching out to friends or family that could potentially check you and say, hey, you're not being treated well. Maybe you should end this relationship. They don't want that. It's not in their favor. Or to their benefit, rather. Number three, they will blame you for their wrongdoings. These wrongdoings can include hitting, beating, cursing, degrading, raping, etc. They will blame you. You made me do it. If you had been acting differently, I wouldn't have done that. I did it because you provoked me, etc. Four, financial control and physical control. This person is trying to control your finances, how you spend your money, who you spend it on, who you spend it with. And they try to control your physical whereabouts. They're very controlling. They want to know where you are, who you're with. They might have you on a GPS of sorts to track you and your outings. That's concerning. That's concerning. And that's alarming. And that is a huge red flag. Last but certainly not least, you want to look out for a person that puts you down, degrades you, calls you names, or threatens you. If you don't do what I say, I'm going to hurt you or someone you love. 
you won't do better than me. So you better never leave me because you're not going to find anybody that's going to tolerate you. You're not going to find anyone that's going to put up with you. You're so much work. No one will ever love you like I do. So those are just some examples. And so what you definitely want to do, what you definitely want to pay attention to is a person's behavior. Now, regardless of gender, if you have a friend in these situations, you may notice that they seem withdrawn, tapped out, checked out, depressed, lethargic. You can't pressure anyone into leaving a situation they're not prepared to leave. For whatever reason, whether it's due to financial constraints, emotional abuse, threats, threats that lead you to believe that this person could harm you or someone you love, emotional abuse that has convinced you that you will never do better. Whatever it is, whatever the motivation is, a person will not exit the relationship until they're completely ready to do so. So all you can control is providing them with the correct resources. And that's where I come in. I'm about to pull up the number now for the domestic violence hotline. They are available 24-7. And you can reach out to them for support, resources, etc. The number is 1-800-799-7233. So that is an option for you. If you feel like you have someone that you love in this situation, just remind them that that number is out there and that is an option for them to call. You cannot pressure someone into leaving. I feel like I need to reiterate that because a lot of people think that they can. And when you pressure someone, all that you end up doing is pushing them further away from you. So I would suggest that you say, hey, I love you. I hate to see you suffering like this. Please let me know how I can help you. And if at any point you feel prepared to leave, Let me know so that I can help you with your exit plan. But don't pressure them. Say it once or twice and that's it. We need to put an end to domestic violence. A lot of people that engage in domestic violence behaviors do suffer from bipolar disorder, or borderline personality disorder. Very much indicative. 
of BPD. There is help and there is treatment. And the same way you learned that behavior, you can unlearn it too. I'm wishing everyone out there the best, praying for every single one of you, for your safety. And if you are in this kind of relationship, praying that you find your way and that you figure out what's ultimately best for you moving forward. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.